Welcome to the Shed Podcast, where we share hearts, encouragement, and dinner. I'm your host, Tia Marie Arnold. How y'all doing today? I hope you guys are doing good. Uh, Today is a beautiful day because we are alive and I'm excited to share. This is my very first podcast. And so I wanted to kind of uh, introduce you to what Shed is about. And like I said, it's about sharing. And we share hearts, which is relationships, so friendships or anything that has to do with um, anything relational. Um, Encouragement is where I will just uh, give you a word of encouragement. Uh, because that's something that I really love to do. And then finally, dinner. Yes, I love food. And I cannot wait till we get to the dinner part of this segment. Um, So I a little bit about myself. I am a wife uh, to the great Jeffrey Lynn Arnold Jr., who is amazing as a husband, as a dad, and as a musician, as a worship leader, worshiper, producer, I can go on. This segment is not about him. Anyway, I'm also a mom to two beautiful children, Josiah and Megan, who are six and eight. And uh, they are very um, energetic children. Yes, five o'clock a.m. every morning. Actually, it's kind of been six now. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a, a journey with them. Uh, praise the Lord. They're great. They're great, great kids. Um, and uh, so I... I feel honored and blessed to be able to be their mom. I'm also a sister, I'm a daughter, um, and I'm also a friend. Uh, So those are some of the titles. I also uh, love to lead worship. As you will find out, I love to cook. There's a lot of things that I love to do. Um, But the three main things that this podcast is about are the things that I'm pretty passionate about, which is relationships, encouragement, and food. Come on, let's give it up, y'all. We love some food. (laughs) Um, So anyway, I kind of want to jump into the heart part of Shed, and we're going to share about hearts. And I think today uh, I really feel compelled to talk about friendships today. Uh, Friendships are, for me and my journey, they've been up and down. And I have to be honest with you. Um, I really was not a fan of friendships for a while because I had been so hurt uh, by so I, I wouldn't say many friendships, but there were some friendships that I allowed like super, super close to me. And, you know, the way that they ended, it just it wasn't cool. Y'all, it wasn't cool. Um, but I am learning. Listen here. I heard a message today by T.D. Jakes and he was just talking about, you know, learning to be OK with people walking out of your life. And I uh, that's not something that's easy for me because the way that I view friendships, I never really had a sister. So, oh, not never really had. I don't have a sister, um, a blood sister. But um, so the friendships that I would have in my life, I would look at them as like sisters, you know, I kind of wanted to be there for them and kind of saw myself growing old with them being a friend and our families, you know, growing up together, kids growing up together, so on and so forth. But when God invades those relationships, it's like, whoa, you know, the way that Sometimes he has to pull people out of your life, especially when you're not prepared for it. It can hurt. 
Um, but I, I truly believe that God will use all of that for our good. Um, and so I think that um, trusting God with friendships is just as important as trusting God with, you know, a marital relationship. Uh, I feel like friendships should not come with um, condemnation, but they should come with conviction. Like if you hurt somebody, say, I'm sorry. You know, you should feel something. There should be something inside of you that says I did this person wrong or I did something wrong, but you should not feel condemned. If a friend is trying to condemn you for being who you are, they're really not a friend. Um, and I had to learn that. And I, uh, I don't want to use this segment to kind of, uh, share too much about the hurt that I've walked through. Um, but I definitely do want to share because it really is a part of my testimony of, of friendships and, um, so there's a quote by Jim Morrison. It says, a friend is someone who gives you total freedom to be yourself. Man, I love that quote because that's probably the biggest challenge that I have ever faced in my friendships. I truly believe that, um, life is a journey of growth. And so when you meet friends that, you've known, you know, uh, I mean, if when you meet friends when you were young, you're not going to be that same person in your 20s and your 30s, 40s and so on. Um, and so I have come into contact with friendships that as I grew, um, there was lack of grace. As I grew, they did not like the fact that I was becoming myself and I had my own identity and it was kind of like I needed to be their identity. And I don't think that that's what friendships are about. Friends um, should allow you to totally be yourself. Now, keep in mind that some of these friendships, well, at least in my life, they happened, you know, when I was in my 20s and there was still a lot of immaturity there on both parts. So for me, it's like, um, I can't expect that friend to be mature when I was also immature. Like that isn't fair. But those were kind of the conflicts that we um, had ran into um, this one particular friend. And so it is important. I love that quote because I do feel like you um, a friend is truly someone who gives you gives you total freedom. And, and, and well, I don't know. Now that I'm kind of looking at this, I'm like, gives me total freedom. My friend doesn't give that to me. I have to give that to myself. Oh, come through somebody. Yes, yes, yes. You have to give yourself total freedom. You're the one that has the power to be who you want to be, regardless of what somebody else says, what someone else likes. You have to tell yourself, I'm going to be who God created me to be whether this person likes it or not. Now, a true friend will be okay with that. And if they're not, then they're really not a true friend. Now, does that mean a true friend will always be a yes person and always agree with everything? Absolutely not. I'm currently walking through a season with my very best friend and we're coming, I mean, we've been friends for uh, about six years now and we're just now okay just now coming into a place where we're starting to disagree on things and it's like oh 
child, who's you? You know, I ain't never seen this side of you before. And then she probably thinking the same thing with me because, you know, I, I can get a little attitude. And so, <laughs> um, and so now we're seeing sides of each other that we necessarily aren't particularly fans of, but we have grace for each other. I have to understand that I'm not going to like every part of you and you're not going to like every part of me. But more importantly, I want you to be you. And if I'm truly your friend, I'm going to walk through that and I'm going to get over myself. The fact that you're not being everything that I think you should be and vice versa. But she should walk in. She should give herself complete permission to be who God has called her to be and same for myself. And that should be the same for you. So anytime friendships try to um, invade your space and try to change who you are for the betterment of them, that is not a true friend. Can I get an amen from the church down the street? Amen. So um, I want to uh, go to some friendship questions and uh, let's see here what we got. First one is, do you prefer to have many friends or just a few that are close to you? Okay, I think everybody's going to have their own opinion. Um, So let me give you mine. I don't like a whole lot of friends. I prefer fewer friends. I prefer fewer friends who are friends who um, are loyal and can be honest. And I don't need a bunch of them. I really don't. Uh, no judgment on those who like roll hard with a lot of people. That's just never been me. And I kind of feel like my personality is just not for everybody. And I'm okay with that. Uh, never have I been a fan of trying to make like a whole bunch of people follow me. Um, so that's kind of my, my thing. Um, if you have something to say about that, or you kind of want to chime in on it, you know, go to the website and kind of leave me a question or your response or, you know, but for me, and, and that's just why, because I, I know that I'm not called to be everybody's friend and I just prefer less drama. Now I did have a particular person in my life. She caused enough drama to like roll with. I mean, it, it seemed like the drama that she was carrying. It felt like I had about, you know, 1600 friends. <laughs> okay. That was a little shady, but I, oof. It was much. Um, and so I would, I would, I just prefer that. I do prefer that. Um, another question is, uh, why do people need friends? And what could happen if a person has no friends? You know, listen, I, I believe the word of God and friendships were ordained by God. They really are. And I do believe that godly friendships can bless your life tremendously. Um, and God blesses us through relationships. So I believe that everyone should have friends and you have to open yourself up to it. And I get it. If you have been hurt in the past, um, if you even been not even just hurt in friendships, but even hurt in, um, you know, in your family or anybody that has hurt you it can cause you to be closed off to any other relational blessing. Don't allow that to happen. I truly believe that everyone should have 
a friend. I think about David and Jonathan and that relationship. And if you don't know much about it, go read it. But it is such a God ordained relationship. And I believe that that's how God wants to bless us in our lives. So yes, um, I definitely think that uh, people should need friends, because God works through relationship. Um, And I guess let's do one more Uh, What is the best way to make new friends? Um, And do you like making new friends? Okay, so I'm going to be real with y'all. I am not a fan of making new friends. I know I just said just about 2.5 seconds ago that friendships are ordained by God. But this girl right here, I do not do well with making new friends. Um, Mainly because... I just don't have the capacity to put such effort into it. I feel like, um, I feel like new friends should happen naturally. So I guess to answer the question, yes, I, I, well, okay. I do like having new friends, but I don't like trying to make it happen on my own. I like it when it's authentic, when we just naturally have something in common, Um, and so that answers the first part of that question. What is the best way to make new friends? I think the best way of making new friends is, you know, the Bible talks about make yourself friendly. Yes. And you should be doing that anyway. And if not, ask the Holy Spirit to go ahead and and help you in that area. But then secondly, um, just allowing it to happen naturally and going back to what I talked about before, totally giving yourself permission to be yourself. Don't try um, for the sake of making new friends. Don't try to be something that you're not because, oh, child, that's going to run you. That's going to run you out. You're going to be completely exhausted. And um, it's just going to cause drama in your life that you really just don't want to welcome. But if you come to the table being yourself and being open to having new friends, then I believe God will bless that and it will just happen naturally. And I also believe put yourself in places, you know, go to places that you like and and you may have the intention. I don't see anything wrong with maybe having that thought of I need to get out and get in a group to go find new friends. I don't I don't think there's a problem with that. Um, but get out and go to places that um, that you really feel are um a part of who you are and a part of what you like. So for me, like I love going to church. I love worshiping God. So going to a woman's group or going to a small group or something like that. And um, I'm, I'm being open to, I'll meet somebody. I'll meet somebody naturally. So that's that. All right. So that's the end of our heart session. Um, let's go into encouragement I do have a word of encouragement for y'all we can kind of have this discussion um this is coming off of my soul sister Sunday Instagram page it is a post that says as you try new things this year let it be a cue to turn your insecurity over to God all right let's go ahead and just mm. Yes, we are going to be trying new things this year. I hope that everybody listening to me would have the courage and the strength and the boldness to step out and do something new. Just like this podcast, it's the beginning of the year and I'm doing something new. 
and I've never done it before. And of course, insecurities and anything, anytime you're doing something new and you're definitely not doing it in your own strength, you are going to have your flesh is going to get real insecure real quick. It's going to happen. But um, I want to encourage you to turn all those insecurities over to God. There is nothing wrong with being insecure in an area, but don't hone it. Don't own it. Don't keep it. Give it. Give it to God. He can handle it. Jesus on that cross can handle your insecurities because he handled everything else, our guilt and our shame and pain and suffering and all of that, all the addictions, everything. He took it so he can take your insecurity. But don't let your insecurity stop you from doing something new this year. Um, I want to encourage you to face those things with full boldness. Um, sometimes we can think that, well, because I'm I'm scared to do this, because I feel ill-equipped to do this, then maybe it's not what I'm supposed to do. No, no, sir, no, ma'am. That is not what that means. What that does mean is that you need to reach down deep inside your spirit and call on the Holy Spirit to give you the strength that you need to persevere and do the thing that God has called you to do. Now, I'm not telling you to just go out and just do new things just because it's a new year. No. Um, as I have heard probably the past two weeks, it's been like so strong that, um, you know, God is not going to bless something that he didn't order. So if he ordered it, he'll bless it. You have to know that he doesn't need your degrees, your qualifications. He doesn't need any of that, um, to do and fulfill the thing that he needs to fulfill through you. All he needs is a willing vessel. He needs a yes from you. And so I encourage you to give him give him a yes, even in the face of your insecurities. That's good. I'm probably gonna have to go back to this and listen to it myself. Um, and so, yeah, that's my encouragement to you today. And I'm really interested in um, hearing other people's story about how they conquered their insecurity, how they walked through it. Man, this thing is real. Like the the spirit of fear that can come on somebody that God has really called to do something great is real. You should, it, it's kind of a part of, of, of the task. Like it's going to happen, but what makes you strong is the fact that you're, you're overcoming that fear. You're persevering, you're pressing through, you're doing what God has called you to do. And even though you have insecurities and I think that's what makes it beautiful and to be transparent about that, you know, I, I know for me, it's easy to look um, at what other people are doing, which comparison as Jonathan McReynolds greatly states it kills comparison kills great song and um but it does it it and so when you look and I t and I have I have t uh, I've done this looked at what other people are doing and so then I get this whole image in my mind that oh they don't have any fear they don't have any insecurity you know they're they're strong in what they're doing they have they're equipped all this other stuff that yeah, yeah, girl, I, guy, whoever's listening, I tell you what, the thoughts that come in my head, yeah, they, um, you know, they're pretty, they're pretty loud. They're very loud. And 
Um, and so I, I believe all that mess and it actually is, is not hindering them. It's hindering me. It's crippling me. It's paralyzing me and getting my eyes off of what God told me to do. Why am I looking at you? Why am I looking at what, why do we, why do we do that? Why do we do that? But anyway, um, what's the point? Don't do that. (laughs) Don't, uh, look at what other people are doing. Look at what God wants you to do and don't even look at your own insecurities. I mean, come on, saints, keep your eyes on Jesus. Y'all know this. Keep your eyes on Jesus and um, he can handle your insecurities because we really shouldn't be doing anything in our own strength anyway. Can I get an amen? All right. So that is my encouragement for you today. All right, we're going into the final segment of Shed, and this is my favorite. We are talking about dinner. What's on the dinner menu tonight? Hmm. Tonight's dinner menu is cauliflower fried rice. Yes, I said cauliflower. Okay, so why am I doing cauliflower fried rice instead of regular fried rice? Well, since you guys are just getting to know me, let me introduce you to the keto, Tia. Okay, um, I started I started keto uh, uh, with, let's see, keto. When did I start keto? I started keto about two months ago. Was it two months ago? No, it was probably about a month and a half, a month and a half ago. Um, I have lost... 11, about 11, 12 pounds since I've been on it. So it's a slow shedding of my weight, which I actually like. Um, But listen, okay, so keto is where you just, I'll make it simple, okay? Because I know we can talk about the whole like, when you eat carbs, it turns into sugar, and then your body uses that to burn the blood, blah, 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 blah. And if you don't do that, then you build ketones and all this stuff. Okay, so I've been reading all that. I kind of know all that. But for the sake of time and listeners, keto pretty much is um, no carbs. And um, so like sugars, no sugar, no bread, very, very, if you do eat carbs, it needs to be very low carbs, like healthy carbs or whatever. Um, what you can have, I try to not focus on what you can't have. Let's talk about what you can have. Keto's great, okay? You can have butter, like oils, good fats. Fats, that's what it's about. It's about fats, people. You can actually eat fats. So burgers with no bun, cheese, avocados, like I said, oils, nuts. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. You can have vegetables and I actually bought me some strawberries today. I haven't had them yet, but I can have a few like slices of strawberries and it's very low carb. Um, and yeah, so I've been doing it. I have been doing it now. Um, Probably on one of these segments, one of these weeks, I'll actually share uh, what keto has done for me besides the weight loss. It's actually done more for me more than just losing weight. And I'm like, that's real talk, y'all. I I did Weight Watchers before. I did Weight Watchers probably three times. The very first time I did Weight Watchers, I lost about 70 pounds. It was it was good. It was really good. I had just had my child. So I was also um, nursing and stuff. I'm sure that definitely helped too. But I did. I did really good. Became um, 
I was on my way to being a lifetime member. I got to where you had to do maintenance and ooh, child, I, oh, I like slid down that real slippery slope and did not get back up on the mountain. It, <laughs> I went down tumbling. That weight came right back on me. So then I wanted to try it again after my daughter and I lost a little bit, but I just could not get back into it. Um, I just, oh, the willpower and the struggle, it was real. Um, so it's been a few years and that was, that was, I think the last attempt I did Weight Watchers was probably a year ago and I did it with my best friend and she lost weight. I didn't. Mm. What's that say about her? She was not encouraging me y'all. <laughs> anyway, no, it's not her responsibility. It was mine. And I, I just, I was, I couldn't, I don't know. I was just in a bad, bad headspace, which is why I kind of want to you know, the next time I talk to you about keto, it it really did help me in more ways than just, um, and just weight. Um, so yeah, so I just started, like I said, about a month and a half ago, I have learned so much about my body. I've learned so much about food. Oh my gosh, just new way of cooking and everything. And listen, I know I've not invited any of y'all over for dinner. So y'all don't know. You're just taking my word from it. But listen here, I can cook. Okay. I can, I can cook. I have been told by people who are not in my family that I need to start a food truck or a restaurant or a cafe because I really love it. And that's why I'm definitely incorporating food into this podcast because it is the thing that just brings me life and joy. I absolutely love it. Besides the Lord. Amen. Um, so, and, and my husband and my kids. Okay, anyway, y'all get the point. I love food. And so one of the things that I that drew me to keto was that I could still eat uh, certain things, you know, like I could still have meats and stuff like that. And I love fats. I definitely love fats. Um, I could not have dairy though. Dairy tore me all the way up uh, before keto, but after keto, I see I'm I'm already sharing with y'all what I'm gonna be talking about the next time. I, I'm gonna share the journey about the dairy, the dairy struggle, and how it all turned around um, once I got on keto. But so I do, but I love cheese, I love butter, I love all that stuff, and so I love the fact that you can have those things on keto, but I also love my pasta, and I love my french fries, and I love oh, rice, hear me now, that was probably one of the first things I learned how to cook, and oh, I can go down on some rice, yes, I can, and I mean creative ways of making rice, and so those, you know, I was kind of like, dang, what am I going to do? Pizza, uh, just all of that. I, I do. I love burgers and I love burger with some bread on it. You know, I just, I like, I'm not a, I'm not a hundred percent big bread fan. So the fact that I couldn't do bread anymore, I was like, okay with that. But there are certain things that I do like with my bread, like my pizza, you know, and, and burgers and stuff like that. So, um, but I am learning, oh my gosh, I'm learning new ways to cook. And I know that I'm saying it's keto, but I'm starting to like, just feel like this is beyond a diet for me now. Like I actually prefer this way of, of eating. I really do. So, um, at the end of this, uh, of this podcast, I'm going to share, the recipe for the cauliflower fried rice, because like I said, I love rice and fried rice. 
Girl can throw down on some chicken fried rice. No, I'm not Asian. I am African-American, but I sure can throw down on some fried rice to the point that I didn't even need to go to my favorite Chinese restaurant any longer because I knew how to do that bad boy in my own kitchen and I enjoyed it. And so um, I was like, you know, just what, two days ago, I'm like, let me try some cauliflower fried rice. Ooh, and my husband and I had some friends eat it and they were like, I will order this daily. Like I will go order it, pick it up, drive, go pick it up and bring it home. Like that's how good this is. And so I did it um, the other day. I added shrimp to it. Um, but we uh, today I'm just going to share with you just the fried rice and you can kind of add and maybe one day, you know, I'll I'll give you the recipe of how I uh, cook my chicken and add to it and stuff like that. But so that's that's for dinner, y'all. Cauliflower fried rice. It will bless your soul. Mm -hmm, it will. Um, and so before I even get to the recipe, I do want to leave you a healthy tip. There's something that I definitely want to share uh, that I have been kind of doing an experiment on for the past uh, man since six months, the past six months. So I have been working in a nursery uh, with some very amazing cute babies, but they have been, they've been sick, y'all. I mean, we had the flu come up in there, the rotavirus, strep. Uh, it, it's just been, it's been a lot that's been coming through there. And so um, one of the, I overheard somewhere on television, I overheard somebody say something about oregano oil. And I remember I spent ooh, way too much money on some oils one day back in the day. And so um, I remember, though, that I had some oregano and I always was kind of wondering what I should use this oregano for. Because, I mean, it's strong like this. This is the real deal. It's by doTERRA. Shout out to doTERRA. Love doTERRA oils. They are very expensive, but they are worth it. Um, and so I remember hearing that oregano helps with viruses and your immune system and stuff like that. Um, and so working in this nursery and knowing that, oh my gosh, these things are starting to come through this room. I faithfully every single night uh, would take just a drop of oregano in just a little bit of water. I wouldn't even measure the water. If I were to measure it, I think I would say uh, maybe a fourth cup of water. So it's very little with one drop of oregano is going to be super strong heads up but I would take it every night and y'all I did not catch any of that stuff I say that humbly I know beyond the oil it's the blood of Jesus I know that but I do believe that Jesus anointed this oil okay <laughs> seriously because I I mean, and I had to like handle these babies. I had to change some of their diarrhea and some of these babies would throw up on me and we had to feed them and we had, I mean, they would sneeze on me. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. Now there were a few times that I did have to, you know, take some other things for like a head cold. Cause I don't think the oregano really tackles that. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I, I've been taking it for the past six months. I have not caught anything it has been absolutely amazing. Um, and it also helps uh, digestion, like just your digestive tract and keeping your stomach healthy, gut, you know, the, the health gut 
really, 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 really good. Um, cause I, sh- I've struggled for years with issues with my stomach. And so there would be nights that I'll wake up and just not necessarily in pain, but just can tell that my IBS was getting crazy. Yes. Y'all I was diagnosed with IBS, but then keto came along. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. So, um, yeah, so I would get up and in, in the middle of the night and I would go ahead and take my water with oregano, go to bed and it will settle it and it would be good. So that's my health tip for you try it out and let me know if it works for you. Let me know if it's something that, um, you know, that, that helps you because it really, and when I tell you, actually, to be honest with you, I think I've been doing this longer than six months. I've probably been taking it now. I want to probably like 10 months, but I've been working in this nursery for six months. And so I've been taking it every day and just very interested. I never really have been in complete contact with, the rotavirus, which is a stomach flu, the regular flu, you know, things like that. I, uh, I've, you know, I've really hadn't been in contact with those things until now and to still be healthy. I really do think the oregano helps. So whoever said it, and I want to say it might've been on the 700 club. I'm not quite hundred percent sure. Uh, but whoever was talking about it, it was great information. Thank you so much. So, all right, guys. Well, as I wrap this up, like I said, dinner tonight is cauliflower fried rice. Uh, go check out the video. I actually make it for you on the video for you to see. Um, and then on the website, it will be the recipe as well. Um, but let me let me go ahead and just kind of really quick very, very quickly, I'll go ahead and, uh, and, uh, give you the recipe. And so on the video, I kind of just was like throwing stuff in there. So I was just trying to break it down of what all I use. So pretty much the cauliflower rice, you can get it from your neighborhood grocery store in the freezer section. I prefer steamables. I did hear now somebody did tell me that you can get uh, cauliflower rice in like the rice aisle. Now I haven't tried that yet. So if you do try it, I would love to hear how that turned out. Um, and by the way, this is a keto friendly recipe. Very, very low carb. I'm not 100% how low. I want to say one cup is only like two carbs and zero sugar. So yes. Yes, 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 yes. Low carb life. Come on through. Um, all right. So you have your cauliflower fried rice. Now I am feeding uh, six to eight people every single night. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't ask me how much the grocery bill is. Don't ask me how long I'm in the grocery store. Don't even go there with me. Uh, but yes, yeah, so um, so I get, I got four bags, four bags of steamable cauliflower. So you go ahead and do that. I think it's like four minutes per bag in the microwave so that heats it up. Um, and a half cup of, I did yellow onion. You can do yellow or white. I, I kind of like the sweet for my fried rice. So half cup of onion, fourth cup of garlic cloves. And those are like the fresh garlics where you got to like smash them with the knife and then, you know, peel them and chop them up or whatever. So about a fourth cup of that. Um, one cup of green onion. You don't have to do a whole cup. I don't even think even on the video, I don't use all of the green onion. Um, but I do like using some of the green part of the onion and then the lower part, which is um, a little bit uh, stronger. Um, six tablespoons of butter. Um, 
get some sesame oil. I really don't know the measurement of the sesame oil. And you'll see what I do in the video. Um, I also use, and, and, and if I were to gauge it, I would say maybe two, two tablespoons of sesame oil, two to four. Uh, and the same for soy sauce, two to four tablespoons of soy sauce. Um, I also season now seasoning is totally up to you. Uh, but I season with pepper, garlic, salt, very little garlic salt, but I do put it in there and a lot of garlic powder. I, that's because I love garlic. So as you see, you know, I'm, I, I'm having the garlic cloves and garlic powder. Yes, I do both. Um, and yeah, that's it. And so you, oh, oh, I forgot the scrambled eggs. Yes. So if you're allergic to eggs, you know, omit the eggs, but uh, two scrambled eggs and I scramble them like normal, throw a little bit of butter in there, you know, throw the, throw the egg, a little bit of kosher salt, blah, 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 blah. Um, and you will also need kosher salt for your rice. And so you pretty much, you, you put the oil in the bottom of the pan, saute the, um, onions, garlic and green onions, saute it to it starts smelling great. And after you do that, you throw, Oh, wait a minute. I forgot to tell you about I'm sorry, y'all, the oil, vegetable oil. I think I use about a fourth cup of vegetable oil. So you put that in the wonk first. And I use a, a Cuisinart uh, stainless wonk. So it's not nonstick. And that kind of like gets under my skin sometimes. But it actually does good for the video. So um, put the oil in, onion, green onion, garlic, cloves, saute that, Throw in the cauliflower rice, throw in the egg, throw in the sesame oil, throw in the, uh, the soy sauce, stir it up, and then go ahead and start, um, and then throw that butter in there and get the butter nice and melted and get it all mixed in and then start adding your seasonings and you season it to taste however you like it. And that's it, y'all. That's for dinner. Um, you can have that with some chicken. You can have it with some shrimp. You can have it with some beef, however you like it. And sometimes I do add um, broccoli to it. It depends. So, but that's all I have for you today on Shed, where I am sharing hearts and encouragement and dinner. Again, I am your host, Tia Marie Arnold. Thank you for spending this time with me. And I would love to hear from you guys. Maybe eventually I'll start going Facebook Live so that I can have a little bit more interaction. Um, but go to the website. It's www.tiamariearnold.com. And you can find the recipe. You can leave me questions. If you make this dish, please, please, please. I would love to hear about it. Um, and even if you have some suggestions on how to make some cauliflower dishes, I would love to hear about it too. All right. Have a blessed day, guys.